Well, this is what 2020 looks like. You never know when you're going to have to pivot and do something differently than you had planned. And so here I am preaching from my study at home, uh, self-quarantining, waiting some test results, just being abundantly cautious. And I'm reminded of this season that we're in, and it's the reason why we're launching this brand new series that we're calling the God Series, because right now there's so much uncertainty and there's so much pivoting we have had to do during this time. And, and to be honest with you, even at times we're wondering who to trust, what's believable, what's not. And in an ever-changing world, is there anything that is unchanging that we can rely on? If there's any silver lining of what the human race has gone through over these past five months, it's that it may have caused us to search for something bigger than ourselves, something we can cling to, something we can hold on to. And I believe that thing is actually a person. And I believe it's a person that we call God. And it's why we want to answer some questions about him over the next several weeks together. I hope that if you're watching and listening to this, that you've been searching. Because guess what? The Bible promises a blessing for those who are searching like that. I want to read to you a verse from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews eleven six says this, And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. What an amazing promise to know that if we seek God, there's a reward in that. And that is so true. In many of the conversations I've had with people who have struggled with who God is, does he even exist? For the most part, they really haven't even begun to seek him. They question him. They're not sure he exists. They think about it sometimes, but not actually going on a search a real search to determine, is he real and who is he and what he is like? If we go on a search like that, we're promised to be rewarded. There's another verse I want to read to you from the book of Acts, and this is the Apostle Paul. He was preaching in Athens, and he said this really amazing stuff to the people who were listening to him there. In Acts 17, 26, it says, And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of their dwelling place, that they should seek God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us. I love this so much. Just a reminder that God is not far from each one of us. Do you believe that? Do you understand that? And even if you don't believe it, and if you don't understand it, doesn't mean it's not true. Uh, truth does not rely upon our ability to believe it or not. He is near each one of us. That is an amazing thing to think about. And I love that phraseology of feeling our way toward him. Well, that's what we're going to be doing today in the next several weeks in this God series. We're going to feel our way toward God. So where do we start on this journey? Well, the best place to start, the beginning. Let me read to you the first three verses of the entire Bible. In Genesis 1.1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. So, the very first four words of the Bible are, In the beginning, God. 
the beginning of time, perhaps, the beginning of humanity, for sure, the beginning of the universe, yeah, but in the beginning, God. It reminds us of this. God always has been. He existed before the beginning. Now, there's been many volumes of books, songs, worship songs, written about this. Trying to wrap our minds around this is almost impossible. But it's important because you're talking about seeking something that you that is unchangeable, seeking something that is certain, that is true, that is good, that is right. That is God. He's always been. He is the original. He always has existed. And as we see, we read the rest of the Bible, everything that exists is an offshoot of him. He spoke it into existence. Now, here's what's interesting. In the, the New Testament, the Gospel of John, the Gospel according to John, John was beginning to write his Gospel account, and it's almost as if he was modeling his writing after the book of Genesis. It's almost like he was saying, now I'm going to give you the Gospel of Jesus Christ, but I'm going to give you the creation account, if you will, based on the existence of the Son of God, Jesus Christ. So here's what he says. Let me read you the first three verses of John chapter 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. So very interesting here. And we see that all things were created through Jesus Christ, and what's interesting is that John refers to Jesus as the Word. Now, this is interesting because in the Jewish world, this makes sense. This is like, yeah, the Word of God is very, very important. We see right there in Genesis 1 that God spoke the universe into existence. And you see throughout the Old Testament, over and over again, God speaking to his people. Now, here in the New Testament, things are a little bit different. And John refers to Jesus himself as the Word. Now, the Greek there is logos. That's the Greek word for word. So he's calling Jesus logos. Now, John's readers would have also been Greeks, people who were not Jewish. In the Greek world, there was a philosophical principle or thought called logos. It was a word used to describe uh, a philosophy that explains the order of things in the universe. And it's a very impersonal order of things called Logos. Well, John confronts it and says, Logos, it's not a philosophy. It's not a principle. It's a person. It is God himself through his son, Jesus Christ. It is the word. Now, this is really, really cool because we need to hear this as well today. Because I want us to answer this question. How can we know God? If, he's a, if he exists, how can we know that? And if he does exist, how can we know him? That's a great question. It's a very important question to answer. So I want to give that to you today based on everything that we have just read here in the Bible. This is what is true. In order to know God, you must know his word. In order to know God, you must know his word. Just looking at those two passages, Genesis 1 and John 1, it makes it very clear. The Word of God is vitally important to understanding who He is. Without the Word of God, we would not even exist. The Word of God is that powerful. The, the spoken Word of God brought the universe into existence, and the Word of God is embodied in Jesus Christ Himself. Now, 
What I just said, I'm not even sure I know how to fully explain it to you, but that is the word from the Bible. Well, speaking of that, what about the Bible? <laughs> what, what the, I am basing all of this on verses I've read from this book called the Bible. This is what I often refer to as the Word of God. And so I just told you, in order to know God, you must know His Word. I believe in it wholeheartedly, fully. I went through a season in my life where I questioned it. I wondered if it was real. I wondered if it was only man-made. I wondered if it was even a hoax. And I battled it and even prayed about it, sought wise counsel about it. I wrestled with it. But at the end of the day, the leap of faith that I took is I've come to know and believe and understand that this book that we call the Bible is absolutely the Word of God and it's authoritative in our lives. Now, we're going to talk about that more next week, okay? Because you may be asking, well, okay, so this book is how I know God? I can actually know God through this book, just a book? And if you know anything about any other religions that exist in the world, like, wait, but they have a book too. Uh, what? How do we know that our book, if you will, is the book and their book is not the book? How do we know those things? Well, we're going to talk more about that next week. Those are excellent questions. But for just today, I want you to open up your heart and mind to this idea. Just get relational for a moment. The, the way that we know each other, the way that we can know each other is by hearing each other, getting to know each other, communicating with one another. So don't miss this, I think, basic truth about God. We know Him by His Word. I'm going to say it a different way, okay? In order to know God, you must know His Word. Let me say it to you like this. In order to know God, you must know what He is saying to you. In order to know God, you must know what He is saying to you. That is God. He is that personal. It is personal with God. And we're going to talk a lot more about that over the coming weeks. But as I think about what we do with this information, and we're going to talk a little bit more again about the Word, the Bible, and how we can know that it is the Word of God. We'll wrestle with that a little bit together next week. But let's just pause for a moment and say, okay, hang with me here in this journey. If this is true, are you willing to take a next step and really seek God and really feel your way towards Him and be rewarded for it? The Bible is true. It says that. So what would be your next step? I think it's a baby step. I think it's very, very simple. I think this may actually be the most crucial step of this entire series, and that is this, desire to know God. That's where it starts. Do you actually desire to know God or not? Do you desire to know Him? If you don't, you're probably going to say, yeah, I just don't know. You're going to walk away. Uh, or you're going to say, that book, Bible, I, I, it might be. It might be the Word of God, but I don't know. And you may never open it. Or you may not, if you open it, you might read it, but you're not taking it in. You're not seeking the person of God as you read it. You read it differently. Uh, interestingly enough, if, if, if the Bible we believe to be true is accurate, it, the Bible talks about how even the devil himself knows the Word of God and knows God and believes He exists. It doesn't make Him any different or any better, right? And so we got to go deeper than that. We actually want to enter into a relationship with God. Do you desire that? 
Do you desire to know him? Now, I don't want to rush you. Wherever you are right now in your faith journey, you may say, I'm not even on a faith journey right now. That that may be true. Well, do you desire to at least know if God is real? Do you at least desire to know if he exists? And if you do, I challenge you to begin a search, to begin a journey, to actually seek God. Do your homework. Do your research. Don't settle for wrestling with it in your mind. Actually go on a journey. And I believe with all my heart that if you desire to know God and you begin a journey, you will be rewarded with something amazing, something that may even transform your life. Now, spoiler, I've been on this search and I came to a point in my life where I believed with all my heart that God is real and that he sent Jesus Christ. He put on human flesh and died on a cross so that whoever would believe in him would not die but would live forever and experience eternal life, which is not just a quantity of life, but it's a quality of life. And I stand before you to say, my life has been completely transformed by seeking God. And I'm growing closer to him every day. And I've messed up at times. And it's been sometimes uh, mountaintop experiences and sometimes valley experiences. And that's because I am a human being who still sins and who still fails. And I have a finite mind trying to know and grasp a, an infinite, timeless, eternal, amazing, awesome, almighty God. But I desire to know him. And by continually seeking him, it is changing me daily. So I invite you to join the journey. Do you desire to know God? Well, right now, as I pray, I invite you too to pray right where you are and express to God, okay, God, I desire to know you. And so I'm going to start this journey. And maybe you've already been on this journey. Maybe you just, as you pray, you just say, praise God, Lord. I want to get to know you even better than I know you now. Don't help me to not ever stop seeking you. Help me to not ever stop desiring to know you. Maybe that is your prayer today. Let's bow our heads together and talk to the God of the universe right now. Father, I come before you. And it's so weird to think that you are hearing my words because you were in the beginning. You were before the beginning. You always have been, oh God. And you spoke the universe into existence. And yet I get to talk to you. I get to have a conversation with you. And that blows my mind. So Father, right now, I ask that you help me to never lose my desire to know you. And for those watching and listening today, Lord, I pray that they would begin a journey with you if they've never begun it before. That they would just say, okay, God, I don't know if you are real or not, but I'm wanting to search you. I'm, I want to seek you. I, I actually want to know you. And so, Father, help me on that journey. God, help me on that journey. Lord, I pray that you hear all those prayers that are being lifted up to you right now and that you speak into us right now and help us to even maybe feel you saying back to us, get ready to be awarded for your desire to know me, for seeking me, be ready to be awarded. Feel your way toward me because I am not far from you. Lord, I thank you for those words and I thank you for your word and help us to know it better and help us to get some more answers, not only today, but even as we gather again next week as well. Father, we love you and ask it all in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, thank you so much 
for joining us in worship today. And we want to give you a new keyword that you can text to us. You can text the word CONNECT to our landline number, which is 859-356-3162. Now, by texting the word CONNECT to us, we're just going to know that you have a desire to have a conversation with someone about God, about your faith journey. You're not saying you've made a decision. You're not signing up for anything. You're just saying, I'd like to hear back from someone about that. I'm willing to connect with someone about God, about faith things. We just want to open up a conversation with you. So just text the word CONNECT to 859 356 3162, and we'll begin a conversation together with you because you don't have to do this alone. We can seek God together. We can desire to know Him together, and I believe we can receive a reward together as we do that. Thanks for worshiping with us today, guys. God bless you guys. Let's continue to be safe. Let's continue to be the church, and let's continue to desire God together.